Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahirrabbilalamin. Wassalatu wassalam ala ashrifil anbiya wal mursalin nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in amma ba'd. Then as was initially announced, and what we intended to do is work through some of the stories mentioned within the Qur'an some of the lessons and benefits that we take from those stories as well as working through some of the beautiful and perfect names of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala فنقف هذه الليلة أيها الإخوة مع اسمين من أسماء الله الحسنى بإذن الله تعالى and so tonight we stop for a moment with two names from the names of Allah Tabarak wa ta'ala Al-Qareeb Al-Mujib Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Al-Qareeb He is the one that is near He is near, the one that is near Al-Mujib the one who answers and responds to the one who calls upon him Al-Qareeb meaning that or the meaning of Al-Qareeb and Al-Qurb is the opposite of Ba'id the opposite of being far away but rather Allah Taala, He is Al-Qareeb He is the one that is near Al-Mujib, Yujib, Da'wat al-Da'een, Wasu'al al-Sa'ileen. He answers the call and the dua of the one who calls, of those who call upon him, and those who ask from him. And the name of Allah, Ta'ala, Al-Qareeb, has come, Muqtarinan, Bismihi al-Sami'a. It has come in Surah that he is the he 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 hears he is Samir, one who hears and Qarib one who is near. It has also come coupled with uh, his name Al Mujib, the one who responds. In Surah Hud, فَاسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ ثُمَّ تُوبُوا إِلَيْهِ إِنَّ رَبِّي قَرِيبٌ مُجِيبٌ And so seek forgiveness from your Lord and then repent to him. Indeed, my Lord is قريب, near, مُجِيب. He answers. And likewise, it has come in the saying of Allah Taala, "وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ." If my servants ask concerning me, then I am near. أُجِيب أُجِيب الدَّعْوَةَ الدَّعِيدَةَ دَعَانٍ 
I answer the call of the one who calls upon me. Naam. And in the sunnah, wa fi sunnah, yul ikhwa, as Imam Ahmad, he recorded from Abu Musa, al-Ash'ari, radiallahu anhu, who said that they were upon a journey with Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. فَرَفَعُوا أَسْوَاتَهُمْ بِالدُّعَاءِ And they began to raise their voices in dua. They, 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 they began to make dua, but they were shouting this dua out. The dua that they were making. فَقَالْ صلى الله عليه وسلم He said إِنَّكُمْ لَا تَدْعُونَ أَصَمْ You were not calling upon one who is, who is deaf. وَلَا غَائِبًا no one who is absent. Indeed, you are calling upon one who is قريب, one who is near, one who responds. ويستجيب. He hears your dua and he responds. And so in the iqtiran of these two names, يعني in these in the bringing of these two names together and these two attributes that they entail Allah ta'ala being near and being and that he responds is a hint to us there's a hint in this and that is that he is near through his ilm through his knowledge through his sight through his hearing and that he will answer and that the answer the answering of your dua is also near and that the answering of your du'a is also near, close, very close. Your du'a is, is very near to being answered. Naam. With regards to the qurb of Allah, and likewise the ijabah of Allah, Allah being near and Him answering, then both of them are general, or there is, as it relates to his nearness and as it relates to his, him answering then there is that which is general and that which is specific the closeness of Allah and Allah being near in a general way or in the general sense and that which is general is that qurb and that nearness min kul ahad Allah is near to everyone, to every single person. Yani whether he is Muslim or whether he is kafir. Whether he is a Muslim or a disbeliever. And that is through his ilm, through his knowledge, through his basar, through his sight, through his sam'ah, through his hearing, through his, through his muraqabah, his observing, of the creation and watching over them through his ihata the fact that he encompasses everything and he's aqrab ila al-insan min habl al-warid he's closer to an individual than his jugular vein wa nahnu aqrab ilayhi min habl al-warid laqad khalaqna al-insan wa na'lamu ma tuwaswisu bihi nafsu we created man and we know so this closeness to Allah, of Allah to his servants is one of knowledge. And we are closer to him than his jugular vein 
whilst Allah is, is closer to man than his jugular vein, whilst he is mustawan ala arshi, whilst he is still above his throne, focus sama, above the heavens, ba'inun min khalqi, whilst still being separate from his creation. He is not within the creation, he is not within our jugular veins, or يعني, attached to the human body. The verses, these verses, look, we, we, indeed, we have created man, and we know. Allah mentioned his knowledge. And we know that which his, which his own self whispers to him. And we are closer to him than his juggler vein. When the two scribes on the right and the left, meaning the angels, they write everything that he does. Allah is close to us, through his knowledge. Through the malaika, writing down everything that we do. Naam. That qurb which is khas. That closeness which is specific. And that is the closeness that qurb min abidi. The closeness that he has to those who worship him. Al-mu'mineen. Al-muti'een. The believers who obey him. A qurb which yaqtadi. Al-muhabba. A nearness which necessitates love. That Allah loves. He loves them. And it necessitates nusra, His aid. Ithaba. Reward from him. And ijabat dua And that he will answer the dua of the believers. So this is the qurb. Allah is al-qareeb. And we mentioned this qurb is this general. He's, and he's near to everyone from the creation. The Muslim and the kafir. But then there's that qurb which, which is uh, specific to the believers, to the obedient believers. Likewise, the ijaba, Allah is al-mujib, he answers that ijaba, there is am and khas, general and specific. General, he answers the dua of those who call upon him. Muslim and kafir, mahma kanu, whoever they may be, Muslim and kafir, he will answer. Some of us may think the kafir, his dua is not answered. Who told you that? Kafir, his dua could be answered. Al-Muttar, the one who is in distress and in dire need. Amman yujib al-Muttar, idha, idha, da'a. Is he not the one who answers the Muttar, the one who is in distress? When he calls him, calls upon him. That encompasses the Muslim. And the kafir. And a verse that shows specifically about the kafir and the mushrik, the one who, who, who makes dua to others besides Allah, from his mercy, ayul ikhwah, his immense mercy is even those he will he at times answer their dua. Look how merciful Allah ta'ala is. فَإِذَا رَكِبُوا فِي الْفُلْكِ مَاذَا يَفْعَلُونَ When they board, the sea, uh, the, the ship, on, and they're on the sea. Mother Yafan, Mother Yafanun. When they're in hardship now, when the waves are taking the, the ship, when the storm hits them, when they're at that point of fear, they call upon Allah, making dua specifically, making the religion and dua and worship specifically now for Allah, calling upon Him alone now. They leave their gods. That they take as intermediaries besides Allah. 
فلما نجاهم إلى البر ماذا يفعلون؟ إذا هم يشركون. But once he and then when he he saves them, brings them to land, then they associate partners. They begin to worship others besides Allah. What do we take from the from the from the verse? فَلَمَّا نَجَّهُمْ He saves them and brings them to land. So he answers the du'a, the kafir. This, here, this verse is specific for the kafir, for the, for the mushrik. Likewise, al-madhloom, the madhloom, the one who is, who is, يعني, who's been oppressed. It, what the Rasul he said, اِتَّقِ دَعْوَةِ الْمَظْلُومِ Fear the call of the oppressed. فَإِنَّهَا لَيْسَ بَيْنَهَا وَبَيْنَ اللَّهِ حِجَابٌ Indeed, between that du'a, that da'wah of the oppressed, whether he is Muslim or kafir, there's no hijab, there's no screen. There's no screen. And likewise, in one wording, فَإِنَّ دَعْوَةِ الْمَظْلُومُ مُسْتَجَابَةِ For indeed, the call of the one who is oppressed is answered. And so that shows to us, ayy lukha, the, the, uh, the error of the khawarij and those who go to extreme and they say we're living in the lands of the kuffar or the kuffar, their blood is halal and so on and you can uh, steal from them, you can, you can be deceptive towards them and so on. You harm a kafir, he makes dua against you, he's madloom. If you harm him, he's madloom. He may make dua against you. And Allah may answer. Naam. And likewise, the kafir غير المضطر وغير المظلوم. Allah can answer the dua of the kafir who is, who is not مضطر, who is not in distress, and who is not مظلوم, who is not oppressed. And the biggest, and many examples, but the biggest example for you, ayyul ikhwa, Iblis. قَالَ رَبِّ أَنْذِرْنِي إِلَىٰ يَوْمِ يُبْعَثُونَ He said, my Lord, Grant me respite until the day that they are raised alive. Till Yom Al-Qiyamah, yani. Qala, innaka min al-mundhirin ila yawm al-waqt al-ma'loom. Allah, he said, then you are from those who have been granted respite. Allah answered his dua. Iblis, kafir. He wasn't in distress. He wasn't mazloom. Rather, he was a zalim. Naam. The ijaba which is khas, that the response of Allah when he answers the dua, there is that dua, that, 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 the answering of Allah which is specific and that is lil mustajibin. Those who respond to the call, to the call of Islam and those who have entered into Islam, the believers, those al-munqadin li shari'i, those who are compliant to the sharia, those who obey the believe the, the obedient believer and in that ayah idha sa'alaka ibadi anni fa inni qareeb ujibu da'wati da'i idha da'an they ask about my servants ask about me and tell them I, uh, uh, then fa inni qareeb indeed i'm near i answer the call of the one who calls upon me falyastajibu li falyastajibu then let them obey me allah tabaraka is near he will answer your dua however bishart with a condition Allah without a doubt is near, without a doubt he will answer. However, be sharp with the condition. فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُ لِي 
let them believe in me. As long as they obey. And so this brings the ikhwa to, to uh, some of the ahkam, some of the adab. Some of the ahkam and adab. Some of the rulings and mannerisms of make, we're making dua. First and foremost, we need to know that there are barriers. There are barriers from the dua being answered. Such as not complying to the sharia, not obeying the commands, falling into the haram. Because you have not, you are not from those who responded and obeyed. Let them obey me. You have to obey Allah if you want your dua to be answered. Oh, unless you are from the mother, you have been oppressed. Because even the kafir, his du'as can be answered. He doesn't obey Allah. But if he's oppressed, if he's in distress, Allah may answer him. And likewise, Allah Ta'ala, he mentions, Call upon Allah, make du'a to your Lord, with humility and in secret. Indeed, he does not love those who, go, who, who transgress. And from transgression is that you don't carry out his commands. You don't carry out the wajibah. Those obligations are upon you. Hmm. Those five pillars of Islam. You don't pr- perform the salah. Huh? And the other obligations. Or you fall into the, to the uh, uh, maharim. To the, uh, to the haram. Then you have, got, you have transgressed. So Allah is saying here, make dua in such a way, but he does not like those who transgress. So if you transgress, then he, he, he will not answer your dua. Naam. Likewise, as we all know, if your income, your provisions are haram, how is your dua going to be answered? When the Rasulullah, he, he mentioned, the man whose hair is disheveled on a long journey, and we know that the dua of the Musafir is mustajabah. The, the, the dua of the traveler is answered. But even with this, the, the Rasulullah he said, but his income is haram, his, and his clothing is haram, his food is haram, his provisions are haram. So how will that individual have his dua answered? Naam. Likewise, as Imam Muslim, he records in his Sahih from Abu Huraira, the Rasulullah he said, the servant will never cease to have his dua being, being answered. His dua will always be answered. It will not cease to be answered. So long as he doesn't make dua for something which is sinful. Again, from the rulings, we need to know about dua. If you want your dua to be answered, if you ask for something which is haram, it's not going to be answered. Don't ask for something which is haram. Or you're making dua, entails in this dua entails the cutting off of ties with your family or with relatives. And this here is the, from the bab of khas ba'd al-am. The Rasulullah has mentioned something specific after something which is general because ithm, sin is general. The cutting off of ties, is that not a sin? It's a sin. Hmm? But he mentioned this specifically after to show the grave uh, danger of that. Malam yastajil. 
And so long as he doesn't become impatient, so long as he doesn't become impatient, يقول, قد دعوت, قد دعوت, قد دعوت, and he says, that I, I called, I, I made dua, I made dua, I made, how many from the, from the people do you hear this from? I made dua, well I'll be making dua, I'll be making dua. But it's, it's not getting answered. أُدْعُوا اللَّهُ وَأَنْتُمْ مُقِنُونَ بِالْإِجَابَةِ أُدْعُوا اللَّهُ وَأَنْتُمْ مُقِنُونَ بِالْإِجَابَةِ Call upon Allah whilst you are certain, absolute certain, that he will answer. And also know, as the Rasulullah mentioned, in the wording of this hadith, that Allah will answer in, in one of three ways. Either he will, give, he will give him what he's asking for immediately, meaning in the life of this world. Or or he will store it for him in the hereafter. Give it to him in the hereafter. Or he will remove, he, he, will, he will ward off an evil or a harm, which is equivalent to the thing which he's asking. Or even greater. Hmm? Maybe you're asking for something. Making, maybe you're making dua that Allah blesses you with something. And he doesn't give you that thing. But he's, he removes something which is more harmful to you. Perhaps you're making dua for a house or a car or something of this nature. Hmm? And Allah doesn't give it to you. And you're thinking, oh, the dua, Allah is not answering my dua. But maybe Allah has, has prevented a greater harm coming to you. Maybe he's prevented from you from losing your sight. Maybe something was going to come to you which would, you would lose your legs, lose your sight. So you would never even enjoy that thing you were asking for. You, could, you would never even be able to come near that thing. You could walk to that thing that you were asking for. The believer, he has all of this in mind when he makes that dua. Naam, no, ayyul ikhwa, that from the salaf, those who would make ikhthar with... Ya, you will call upon Allah by saying Ya Qareeb, Ya Mujib and in fact going back to that, that narration we just mentioned so the Sahaba when they heard this that Allah will answer He will answer He will answer so long as you uphold these adab of dua He will answer hmm? they then said Ida nukthir what about if that's the case and Allah is definitely going to answer in one of these three ways then what about if we just keep asking and asking and we, 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 keep, we make Lots of dua. The Rasulullah said, said, Allahu Akbar. Allah will give you more. You ask more, Allah will give you more. Allah is Al-Ghani. He is Al-Mannan. He is Al-Mu'ti. He is the one who, who bestows his bounties. He is the one who gives. He is Al-Kareem. He is Al-Jawad. Ask, Allah will give you. He is near. He, he hears. He responds. And so from the Salaf, one narration, where from the Salaf, someone came to him, he, he, was, he had his sight. Then he came to him again, he was blind. Then he came to him again, and he, now he had his sight back. He said, what happened to you? I came to you, you were blind, you, you, you could see at one point, then you became blind. Then I came back, and now you can see. He said, I kept making dua with, Ya Qareeb, Ya Mujib. Ya Qareeb, Ya Mujib. Ya Sami' dua Ya Latif Lima Yasha. Oh, one who is latif, kind and generous to whoever he wills, to, to, to whomsoever he wills. Hmm? But no doubt, the salaf of this ummah, they had that yaqeen, they had that iman, they had that ta'a and that obedience. And they were patient. They didn't say, I kept asking, I kept asking, look at Ibrahim alayhi salam. He kept, they, from the, many from the anbiya, old age, asking that Allah blesses them with a child. Ibrahim alayhi salam, anyone know how old he was when he was blessed with 
اسماعيل سيفنتي زد يعني 86 ابن كثير 86 years old and look how long waiting and then look how it came how Ismail not just blessed with a son but from him he, he was Allah made him a prophet from him came the best of the Rasul Muhammad from his offspring finalizing and in closing look how that verse we've mentioned a number, a number of times today if my servants ask concerning me, then I am near. I answer the call of the one who calls upon me. This verse, where does it come? Which surah has it come in? Surah Al-Baqarah. And it's come amidst the ayat of Siyam. And it's come in the middle, right in the middle of the verses concerning Ramadan and Siyam. شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن هدى للناس وبينات نعم وبينات من الفرقان نعم شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن نعم هدى للناس وبينات من الحدى والفرقان يعني the verse where in Surah Al-Baqarah where Allah mentions Shah Ramadan and the, yeah, the fact that we, whoever witnesses the month, reaches the month, he must fast. Then comes this verse. If my servants ask concerning me, then tell them I am near, I answer the call of the one who calls. Then, the verse after. That it is halal for you to have relations with your women. In the night. In the night. So look how this verse has, there's no connection to fasting. The verse that we're talking about. Yani meaning, if my servants ask concerning me, this is a separate verse on its own. If my servants ask concerning me, then tell them that I am near. I answer the one who, the, the, who calls upon me. There's no connect, in that verse itself, there's no mention of siyam, no mention of in, any of the rulings connected to siyam, of uh, iftar of the siyam, breaking the fast, or, or anything. It's come right in the middle of those verses connected to psalm. Scholars, they mentioned the reason for this is there's a, there's a, again, ima, there's a, uh, there's a hint to us, a gentle and a, su a subtle hint to us. And that is that Ramadan, and whilst in the state of fasting, this is from the best of times to make dua. From the best of times to make dua. Ramadan, this month that we're in right now, this month that we're in right now. The, another point to make mention of and another latifa another subtle benefit that we take there are all, like, around 16 places in the quran where it's mentioned yes alunak they ask you yes alunak they ask you yes alun in surah baqarah a lot this comes yes alunak ani shahr al haram qitalin fi they ask you about the shahr al haram fighting within it yes alunak ani yes alunak ani al khamri wal maisir they ask you concerning Intoxicants and gambling. They ask you concerning the menstruation of women. Many, around 16 times. They ask you. However, in this verse, if my servants ask 
about me. Yani there's a difference. In those other examples, just alunak, they ask you, they initiated the, 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 the question. But here, Allah didn't wait for them to initiate, He began. Didn't wait for them to ask. You understand? He didn't wait. This is how Allah, Allah is waiting, He's qareeb, near, waiting. He wants to answer your dua. Huh? He didn't wait for you, to, He didn't wait for them to ask. He, he initiated. And he said, if they ask you, then I am near. And, and also, in those examples, in those other examples, they ask you concerning such and such, then say to them, such and such, give them the answer. You, Muhammad, give them the answer. However, in this verse, if your servants, if my servants ask about me, Allah did not say, he didn't say, then say. Rather, he answered, Tawallallah al ijaba Yani nafsu. He himself answered, Allah Ta'ala, Fa inni qareeb. Yani he dropped the wasita. He dropped Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He didn't say, Faqul. You Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam say, Allah said it himself. That's how near Allah Ta'ala is. And that's how he wants, he wants us to understand and know that he is near. And he will answer. Naam. Udu'ullah ayyul ikhwa. Call upon Allah the one who is near, the one who will answer. In this shahr, this month, you don't know if you're gonna if you're gonna meet this month again. Make dua with everything in mind that we've mentioned. With hundred percent certainty that Allah will answer. Bear in mind everything that we mentioned with regards to how a dua could be answered and also those barriers. Take the means. If you want your dua, ayyul ikhwa, Allah, ta'ala, he controls everything in the heavens and the earth. He will give, he wants to give, we've heard. And there's more we can say, ayyul ikhwa, mention, but time doesn't allow. Allah will give. He wants to give you, he wants to give me. As long as we carry out those adab and are mindful of that which we mentioned. He will give. Call upon Al-Qarib, Al-Mujib to make you from the people of Tawheed and the people of Sunnah. Call upon him that he guides you to his obedience and away from his disobedience. Call upon him that he blesses all of that to, to those who are beloved to you, your families, your wives, your children. Call upon him in this month Al-Qarib, Al-Mujib, call upon him that he, he, just as he made us in our creation, he perfected it, ask him that he perfects our character. Ask him and say, Ya Qarib, Ya Mujib, kama hassanta khalqi fahassin khuluqi. We mentioned some of those evil traits in the last two days, or over the last two days. Hasad. That Allah makes you from those who are free from that evil trait. Al-Ghadab. And we weren't able to do justice to those, to those topics and the, the great harm in those, yani those sifat and those traits. Ghadab, how many of us, we become angry with our wives, we become angry with our families, we become angry with our children. And lead to many harms. And we saw those first few sins that ever took place on the earth were connected to these 
these to these evil traits, hasad, envy, and anger. Let us not undermine these traits. Ask Allah that he, if you've been afflicted with these traits, bad traits, and you fall into these things, this is the month, get down in sujood, ask Allah. He will remove that. Ask Allah if you want to leave these lands, and you want to be in the lands of the Muslims, and it's hard, of course, hijrah is hard. But ask Allah sincerely. He will make a way out for you. If you have to remain here, and no doubt it is difficult here, you want yani, though that which everybody else you see is striving towards. And some, even some of these things are just from the base, basic necessities. A house, a car, and these things. But many of these things involve haram, involve interest in these things. And so many brothers, Jazamallah khairan, just over the past few days, coming and they say, Yeah, Ustad, I want to start a business. I want to buy a house. I want to get an extension on the house. I want to get a car. Is this type of transaction, is this loan, is it halal? Or is it allowed in this circumstance to, to take the interest? It's difficult, you ikhwa. To this day is rare. In fact, all the answer has always been no, not permissible. Because interest is haram. Interest is haram. From the major sins, from the deadly sins. But you want these things, Allah is mannan. He's al-mu'ti al-jawad. He will give you a yulikhwa. Yes, money, you need money to live in this world. Money makes the, they say the money makes the world go around. We say, no, that is wrong. Money does not make the world go around. Allah makes the world go around. He is the one who makes the world go around. He is the one who makes the money go around and money will come to you. He will bring you the money. He will give you the money in a way which is halal. If you fear him, whoever fears him, he will make a way out for him. And he will provide him in ways in which he never even imagined. Allah will give you and he will bless you. But ask. Ask. He's Qareeb, he's Mujib. Ask, take those means. Allah, he will give us. It is the, Allah will keep his end of the bargain. But are we keeping our end? Ask Allah In these last nights, of Ramadan, when it is very likely and highly likely within these last 10, it is Laylatul Qadr. When the Malaika come with the Qadr of that which will take place for the rest of the year, let the beginning of that Qadr and the, 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 the Aqdar and the preordainments of that which is going to happen in this year, let that be, let that start with you making dua to Al-Qarib Al-Mujib with that which is good for you in this dunya and the akhirah. When you ask for the, for the dunya, ask for the akhirah also. Rabbana atil fi dunya hasana wa fi akhirah hasana. We ask Allah ta'ala, al-qareeb, al-mujib, that he makes us from those who are the people of tawheed, and the people of sunnah, and that he causes us to die as muslimin, and mu'mineen. Innahu waliyu dharik wa qadru alayh, innahu al-qareeb, al-mujib, sami'u dua, latifun lima yasha'a. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala nabina Muhammad, wa ala alihi wa sabi ajma'in wa akhir. Uh, an important reminder, ilikhwa, the, the rights of the neighbors are they are tremendous. The rights of the neighbors don't harm you and harm the neighbors. Be mindful of them. Please leave uh, in the quietest way possible.